0: In the podcast system, there are two types of people. Those who make the podcast and those who listen to them. And these are their hot takes. Choom chum! Alrighty, how you guys doing? Welcome to the first official episode of Hot Takes with Jason. So, after a lot of discussion with a lot of people about the first episode and what I should do for it, I've decided to take on the Tea Party system and my hot take on how I feel about it. I know that's going to be a, I know it kind of goes against the intro episode where I wasn't going to get into politics, but given the current state of things in, you know, America and and other parts of the world where the two-party system runs rampant, I think it's a good time to talk about that kind of thing, so uh, bear with me, I might get a little heated, (laughs) but it's going to be fun. So, when it comes down to it, we live in a world that's incredibly divided. Everyone's divided on anything. Pretty much like it's gotten to the point where, like, what kind of breakfast cereal you enjoy is pretty much politicized. So, if you come out and you say you like a certain breakfast cereal and other people don't like that breakfast cereal, you're going to get crucified on social media for that. And it's just kind of insane to me that that's the world we live in. But that's partly to blame, you know, where everyone's being forced now to take a stand on every tiny detail of their lives. In order for you know them to feel accepted into certain groups and with certain people, and it's just not right. And then when it comes to American politics, you have the Democrats and the Republicans, and then they've both gone to such extremes at this point where you don't even know how to deal with it, because if you don't agree with one side, then you're banished from that side, even if you've been part of that side for years. But then you can't go to the other side because then they'll use your your past against you in order to make sure that you can't you feel alienated and you don't feel welcome in that group so it's kind of a weird like catch 22 because then you have no other options in the eyes of them because you're either with them or you're against them which then leaves the third party option but no one wants that because it's not right enough it's not left enough it's not here it's not there because the these people in the in the third option like to you know have, you know, agree with both ways of things, and then because of that, it causes issues, because you're not going to fully agree with one side, you're not going to fully offer your, I guess, allegiance to somebody based off of certain aspects. But that's fine, because that's kind of, uh, honestly, what America was built on. It's built on what you, it's built on personal freedoms, it's built on personal choice, and if you sit here and tell people that they're not part of the club because they think they think this way or you're going to sit there and you're going to try to socially crucify them because they feel differently than you, then what options does that leave besides creating no, absolutely no middle ground for anybody to stand on, leaving no room for anybody to compromise on any topic whatsoever? And it's just going to create more and more issues to the, until we're even more divided with even more extreme ends than we already have. Because on one side you have people who sit there and they call you a fascist if you disagree with them on one topic and then you're labeled a fascist for the rest of your life and it's not fair and then they don't even know what a fascist is because they because they've diluted the word so much that they wouldn't know a fascist if it came up and bit them in the ass and then you have people who sit there and like and you disagree with them they call you a commie or my my personal favorite one that I've been called for not agreeing with certain things is a, a libtard because for some reason you know They think running to calling someone a name is going to shut them up and they won't have to deal with any sort of opposition from there. And that's kind of the world we live in where people would rather just shut you up than actually come to a middle ground with you and work together to make a difference. They want their way or the highway and that's not going to work anymore. It's not how life is going to, should work given we were all... We are, we are all, most people, well, especially in America, are born in a nation where choice is an option. You can choose to like this, you can choose to dislike that, but now it's all politicized. So if you choose to like, you know, a band like Metallica, you're going to be shunned by people who don't like Metallica because they're like, oh, well, you want to worship the devil, you want to do this. But then if you come out and say, well, I like, I don't know, what's a Christian music band? Well, Christian music group, like, I guess Skillet? so like a rock and roll kind of Christian group, like if you come out and you say that, then everyone's like, oh, so you're going to use your faith to let you decide everything, and then they're going to try to pigeonhole you into that spot and shame you for, you know, having a faith and the, that they don't agree with, and that's still not cool, and it just causes more issues, and then if you try to p- take a middle ground, you're going to get flamed for that as well, because they're going to be like, well, you're not committed to this, you're going to agree with these people for this reason and it's going to make us look bad it's going to hurt these people but that's not how it's supposed to work america was built on compromise we compromised to get to where we are now it's always been an, a situation where we need to work together or we're going to fail because as lincoln said a house divided on itself cannot stand and right now america is becoming that house that's divided on completely different matters that then when lincoln was president of these united states And it's becoming an issue and it's going to remain an issue until somebody comes along and forces both sides to work together and talk and be cordial. But from where it stands right now, that's not going to happen anytime soon to the point where we're going to end up with elections like this election, where it was just constantly bad-mouthing each other, constantly shunning people who disagree with you just a constant fight back and forth to the point where the left and right are condemning each other for actions that each of them are doing. Like, the right was constantly, oh, look, look at the left, they're they're sitting there and they're, they're rioting, and now they're out there rioting, they're out there protesting, because they didn't like the way an election turned out. It's insanely hypocritical, but the same goes for the left, where... They're all about personal choice up until, you know, it comes to wearing a mask, which I don't understand how I got political either. Because not even two years ago, they were pressuring a Christian bakery to make a wedding for a gay couple, even though they didn't agree with it. But then all of a sudden, they're fine with people being denied service because they choose not to wear a mask. They don't want to wear a mask. And I understand the pandemic. I understand all of that. But at the same time, it's kind of an issue where... You want it your way, but no one else can have it their way. Or you're going to raise a stink about this topic because someone disagrees with you, and it's just going to do nothing but divide us further and cause more issues for everybody else. We're gonna split the. We're gonna split the world in this country to where we're just gonna be constantly overcorrecting, and then recorrecting issues because we're going to hate something and then we're going to vote for somebody who's going to overcorrect and then change everything from the previous administration then it's going to get down to the point where we're going to have a split in this country where we're actually going to be voting between an actual communist and an actual fascist and that's not where i want this country to go that's not where anybody else wants this country to go but that's where we're headed and it's getting scary because anybody who takes the middle ground is immediately shat on by everybody else. Anybody who doesn't directly agree with somebody is immediately going to be ridiculed publicly for having a difference of opinion. And then it boils down... Then there's conversations about censorship, where the left and the right censors each other in different ways. Whereas now, big tech companies support more left-leaning ideologies and then businesses or anything, or other... I don't even know what to call it. Like Groups tend to... Like, certain groups tend to lean right, and they find different ways to shut up the opposition, whereas with social media, they can just ban you. And then you're silenced unless you make another account, which has caused a lot of issues, but it's weird that censorship tends to be against more right-leaning people than it does left-leaning people, but I don't understand that, and I don't really have much to comment on that aspect of things. Because, frankly, it's not my place, because I don't particularly... What is it? I don't particularly have a a stake on that. Because I personally, I don't work for a tech company. I don't help tech companies. I'm not in any way, shape or form in charge of any tech companies. And it's not my place to, I can critique it all day. But I can't force them to change. I can't. I can ask them to change, but me asking them to change is going to do nothing because they're going to be set in their ways, because it's their business and they're going to run it how they want to run it. But that's okay when it's a left-leaning business. But when it's a right-leaning business, you know, you are going to be, you have to do this, or we're going to run you to the dirt. But the right's done that too. And then the left sits and talks about violence. They're like, well, the right rather talks about how the left is violent. The left is this. The left is that. But then at the same time, they have groups on the right doing the exact same thing they're complaining about the left doing. And it and it's just toxic and it's hurt. It's not helping anybody. It's not helping the country. It's not helping you. It's not helping me. The only people it's helping is the people who are profiting off of this stuff. It's tech companies. It's advertisers. It's all of these people who take things and politicize them and just... Make money off of the division that is being caused between everybody. And it's not right. I mean, I get it. Capitalism is awesome and you can do things like that. But at the same time, all you're doing is stoking that fire, creating more division. You're hurting people, you're hurting your consumers. And you're just going to leave yourself in a situation where you're going to have to eventually have to choose between do you want to keep getting money from this group or do you want to keep getting money from the other group? And you're either going to lose business or you're going to gain business. And it's just going to create more and more. Like, it's just an issue. The two-party system has allowed the American people to get into a state of tribalism where no one wants to work together and no one can work together because once you d- disagree on something, we've been conditioned to just not listen to anything else that person has to say. We have, we have been conditioned to just not accept anything that comes out of their mouths. Because it's not your line of think it's thinking. It's not the way I want to think about things. It's the way this person who I'm against who disagrees with me thinks and I don't like that. So we're gonna so I'm gonna make sure that I never have to listen to that person speak again. All right. One second. Alright, real quick, we're gonna do a little ad break halfway through the episode just to make it, you know divide it up. Enjoy. And welcome back. Sorry about that, I'm really not sticking to this one take thing, so, back to what I was talking about another hot take about this whole thing, is that it's getting to the point where the left and right are both just shit because they don't care about us anymore. They care about what the people who give them money care about, and we give them money, we give them our tax dollars, and then they go and they waste it on things, in some cases, that no one needs. Like our military is only as big as it is because we've made it that way because these these companies constantly just give our government money to, for more contracts so they can expand so they can make more weapons they can make more technology to keep the war machine going that's just constantly kept us in like a bad spot and it's not fair to us it's not fair to the people who need the help because there's people in this country who need help there's people who aren't eating there's people who are not able to get jobs because they live in a place where it's it's more cost effective to live on social programs that aren't meant to keep you sustained they're meant to just help you out when you're like having a bad day but the left and right have been exploiting these very same people they exploit people like me they exploit people you no know, they they exploit people of the middle class and lower because they know they can because we don't have enough money to fight back and it's not right both sides are shit and when you bring up a third option you get immediately get ridiculed you immediately no one wants to give you that platform because they know that once a third a viable third option comes one party is going to have to disappear or they're going to have to give a platform to somebody they don't want to give a platform to and they're not and they're going to do everything in their power to keep it that way and it's not right it's not fair to us because the people deserve to be heard that's what this country was built on this country was built on people being heard We were mad because we weren't getting represented by a country that that had us subjugated through colonization. So we finally had enough, and we were like, hey, we want our freedoms. We want to be able to do this. We were being forced to quarter soldiers, which is why an amendment for that exists. That's why the Third Amendment exists, so we don't have to sit here and have soldiers living in our houses, and we don't want them there without our consent so we have the first amendment because we need we have the right to say what we want without prosecution by the government because they did that to us and it's not fair and that's that's the same reason the second amendment exists because they were trying to disarm us because they wanted to get further control because a, a government who doesn't trust its people with firearms is a government that has something sketchy up its sleeve and everyone should be skeptical skeptical of something like that and it's not it's just something that I've always believed, that's always something i felt with, because I believe we, the people, should have the same armaments and the same equipment as the military to defend ourselves in case, God forbid, I highly doubt it's ever going to happen, but somebody in the somebody in charge decides, hey, I'm just going to fucking take over, and there's nothing you can do about it. Deal with it, have fun, get fucked. But I, I know that sounds paranoid as I'll get out to say something like that, because it's... Hopefully never going to happen because it shouldn't happen because we should be able to see something before then as a red flag to make, help us stop that and then on top of all of that when it comes to a third option is they try to lump in insane claims that are nowhere related to the platform of whatever candidates running like there was a I got into a discussion about the third party and they're like well there's a nuclear war, threat of nuclear war happening but we were not, getting. but she, but this candidate was all about, you know, giving, what is it, legalizing marijuana and prostitution, which are two, per, which are two personal liberties, which, you know, if you, that's what you want to do with your life, that's what you're going to do with your life. And no one should be able to stop you because, you know, with most drugs, it's a victimless crime. If you're not going out and partying and then getting in a vehicle, you're not going to hurt anybody but yourself. Even then, you're not even hurting yourself because you're going to be too stoned. Or, because when it comes to marijuana, you're just going to be too stoned to do anything. So you're just going to kind of sit on a couch and just vibe. <laughs> but then, when it comes the, with the argument of, well, nuclear, the threat of, the nuclear, of nuclear war, it wouldn't be that way if we wouldn't have gotten our hands in everything to start a war against an ideology, because you can't kill an ideology, you can just kill the people who follow it, but then when you kill the people who follow it, you're just creating more people who are going to defend it, and it's a vicious cycle that never creates a never-ending conflict that's just going to constantly hurt the world, it's going to constantly hurt people, and it's not going to be a benefit to anybody, except for people who are capitalizing on weapons technology, the ability to make new things, things of that nature. Because then... They can't stop. We can't stop them because they're going to have some new gun that's going to be able to do something crazy like, you know, take out a tank. And it's going to, that's what's going to do Do us in because we're going to be in a spot where we can't stop it. We're already getting to that point where we're not going to be able to stop it because any time a part of a person voices their opinion that's against the status quo of either side, they're immediately silenced by the by the masses who are going to stand and fight for their side. And it goes down to democracy, because the reason why America is a republic is because they didn't want 51% of the nation ruling over the other 49% who doesn't disagree when it comes to who the president is. But when it comes down to senators and things like that, it's up to the states, majority to decide, because that's who's supposed to represent the state, who's representing the people of that area, Whereas when you're voting for a president, you're voting for a figurehead of the nation who's going to lead us, lead the executive branch in order to keep it stable, to keep the checks and balances in place, to get things done, to help improve the country, not destroy it. Because then that brings in to the discussion of the fear tactics that both sides use because when it comes down to the left, they say, well, they're going to take away your rights to be married. They're going to take away this. They're going to take away that. And then the right does the same thing, but with firearms, because they know for, some, because a lot of people who are right-leaning really Really love the Second Amendment because it gives them the right to defend themselves against anything, a home invader, anything like that, because it's about protecting yourself, it's about protecting your property, it's about protecting your family. That's what the Second Amendment is a for. And it's just getting to the point where these fear tactics are radicalizing people on both sides to the point where they're willing to start civil wars or threaten the start of a civil war over things. And it's destroying us. It's The, the unity of this nation is insane because then these two radical sides destroy a, the, the moderate voice, like the middleman, and then they go, well, why can't we unite? It's because you're destroying a voice that could help you unite, help you find ways to agree with each other, help you find ways to fix the problems that we're facing in a, in a non-confrontational way, in a way that's going to keep everybody sane, keep everybody peaceful. But it's gonna it's getting to the point where me saying this honestly is gonna get me into some sort of shit. That people are gonna try to come after me, they're gonna they're gonna lowball me, they're gonna tell me how I'm such a I'm I'm being partisan, how I'm not being fair to either side, how I'm putting one side in favor of the other. When I'm not both sides are horrible. I've stated it, I've always, I've honestly, I very recently started feeling this way after really doing some searching, and really looking into the things that are going on in the world, and going, wow, maybe, maybe things are not so, so good, maybe it's time to really think back, and kind of work on us as a country, and go from there. Work on ourselves, find a way to unite, an actual way to unite, not like an, a way to unite for photo ops, not electing your, your person that you want. And then you're like, well, now it's time to be peaceful because that's not going to work because you're going to create and harbor all of this resentment between the two of you that it's not going, it's going to make things worse. You're going to put a bandaid on it, but the band-aid's not going to keep, ev- keep the cohesion. The band-aid's not going to keep everybody together. You have to work together, find a middle point, and work from there. That's how everything in this, before now, got done. Like, uh, there was debates when it came to writing the Constitution, even the Declaration of Independence. There were debates within them trying to figure out how they wanted to do it, how they wanted to deliver the message, how they wanted things done. And then they got it. They figured it out, and they went from there. But now, we can't even do that, because the instant you start to disagree with somebody... It's war. It's a social war. And it's it's honestly, thanks to the internet, ironically, which is what I'm using to say and spread this message, and give this a very hot take. <laughs> it's made it worse because you can communicate at lightning rate. You can spread news. You can spread fake news. God, I hate that that's become a meme in itself because there is fake shit out there. But labeling everything you disagree with fake news is literally going to create... More problems for everybody else. And it's just, it's hurting us. It's hurting families because families are even getting divided over this shit. To the point where people are like cutting off family members because they disagree with each other, because they don't like the way the other family member is thinking. And that's not right. It's not okay. None of it's okay. Like, it's all it's gonna do is create hell for the world. And it's working. That's the worst part. Because I feel like there's somebody, like, I'm, I'm going to get a little conspiracy theorist here. There's somebody, some elite douchebag, who's out here controlling the world and trying to sway things in his favor so he can cash in on all of the all of the conflict, all of the people hating each other, all of these issues. So that he can, so that he or they can line all of their pockets so they can just do whatever they want. They can get what they want done. They can push politicians one way. They can push the people another way so that they can pull the strings of society to create the world that they want to see. And apparently whoever's at the top doing that shit right now wants chaos. And it's really showing and it's really hurting. it's, It's stressful. I don't know if you guys are like stressed out because of all this crap because it's just constantly pushed down your throat. But it's stressful. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a spike in people having like stomach ulcers and things like that because of this. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure just this election alone with how divisive it was and how people would just attack you for not wanting every exact thing. I and mean, there were two, the both of the ma- the two party options for this were the extremes on both sides. Because one, you had a, a dude who put, you know who lit the fire that created the tension between people of color and the police in 1994 when he wrote that crime bill then he got a guy who comes in as a douchebag in 2016 and he pretty he didn't care he didn't care about us he wanted the title he he put himself out there as a man of the people when he was a billionaire he'd never seen struggle a day in his life and he's like i know where you're coming from i know what it's like trust me I'm here for you. I can help you out. And he, 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 yes, yes, he's done good. I'm not gonna say he hasn't done anything bad. Well, he's not done any good. He's done bad. Yes, he has done bad. But he's also done a lot of good. And people need to think about that because we need to be happy that that kind of thing happened. Because there have been improvements to this country. There have been improvements. There's a peace deal in the Middle East, which people said was gonna be impossible. They were able to come together and momentarily stop the conflict and help and it helps the world in that way because now we're going to have another part of the world who's willing to come back to the world stage as a unit as with unity and work together and help improve the condition of everybody but then you have people in other parts of the world like in north korea who have had it bred within him within themselves to hate the rest of the world because the rest of the world did them dirty and honestly they have a right to feel that way, but he their leader shouldn't take it on the people because they're starving, they're dying, and they don't wanna help them because then it hurts them. And it's not fair to the people, it's not fair to anybody in that situation because what's gonna happen is one day are gonna a group of people is gonna rise up and finally do something about it. But until then everyone's gonna suffer. And that's one less thing we need in the world is more people suffering with a world that's already in shambles because of a pandemic. Because of all of, div- all of the division in the first world where we pretty, the people who pretty much pull the strings of the world, we're divided. We're fighting each other over, over small things. Yes, there are big things involved, but there are also small things that people are fighting over. And it's just hard, it's hurtful. It's hurting us. It's hurting the rest of the world. And we need to find a way to work together because we're not working together is just going to create more and more issues. It's just never, it's going to be a never-ending and vicious cycle of pain, of suffering, of just hurt. And there's no real way to fix it unless we all come together. But in, but if we don't, then we're fucked. And there's nothing we can do to change that. But we need to come together and find a way. I'm sure later on in these in this series, I'm going to find a way to hit on that. I'm going to find a way to like have people on who might have a solution to an issue. I'm going to have people on who disagree with me because, you know, if I do a, if I create an echo chamber, it's just going to be a whole big thing and no one likes an echo chamber. But that's how I'm, that's how I feel about it. That's where I'm at with the two party system at least because all it's done is tear us apart. The two and the the crazy thing is the history of it. Is it didn't even take Washington being out of, you know, the presidency for five minutes. And they were already divided within each other. Like, the founding fathers were divided. Like, there was, all, there was always going to be a division between them. But with Washington there, he was the unifying factor. He was the reason why they weren't at each other's throats 24-7 publicly. Privately, they could do whatever they want, Honestly. But in public, they didn't do that. And then he left, and then it became, well, my side wants this. My side needs this. My side wants that. We're going to do it this way. We're going to do it that way. And it hurt us. And it's still hurting us to this day. And eventually, it's all going to come to a head, and either we're going to come to a peaceful resolution, or there will be more violence than there already is. Both sides are violent. People say that, you know, the right's like, we're not violent. We don't do any of that. And the left does the same thing, but they are. There's videos of it. There's people attacking people because of a hat, because of a the way they're dressed, because of a thing they support. But then both sides deny, 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 and it just creates an issue. It's hurting people. It's not good for the cohesion of a nation to be this divided because there's countries all over the world with divisions over more important things, whereas with us it's, well, we don't like this. Like, one, one or two things that the other side is about or the values that have been so ingrained in these political parties. It's just it's it's become it's become a shit show to say the least. But that's but that's how it's going to go. There's gonna, there's no real way to stop it unless we all kind of sit down with each other at the same table and talk and figure out where we agree, where we disagree. But we can't do that because everyone's going to be... Because, again, I keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it until, you know, I'm blue in the face. It won't happen surely because of the way we have been conditioned. We have been conditioned to not like people who disagree with us. We've been conditioned to be like, oh, you're not with me. You're against me. You're immediately my enemy. And there's no way you are going to change my mind. And it can't be like that. We've got to work together. And if we don't work together, it's all just going to come crumbling down. And there's no real way to stop. The, once the fall starts, it's it started. And it, <laughs> we're not going to be able to fucking stop it. Maybe. I'm not saying I'm putting this freaking podcast out there to change the world. Because I know I by myself doing this, I'm not gonna change anything. All I'm gonna do is people are gonna listen, they're gonna create their own judgments, they're gonna make their own feelings about it. And it's gonna go from there and how they feel is how they feel and I'm not in charge of your emotions. I'm also not in charge of you. It's all based off of the individual. And in the, in, in the individual is what's important. Yes, the collective is important, but the individual is also important. Because if you can't take care of yourself, how can you take care of somebody else? How can you help somebody else, else if you can't help yourself? That's the thing, is we want to help everybody, but we can't if we can't help ourselves. And that's, you know, that's my take on it. Thanks for you know, sticking around for episode one. It's going to be a, a rough journey. <laughs> I've never done this before, but we're going to get it. It's going to happen. We're going to slowly get there, and it's going to be a good time. Thanks for coming out.